Hello, everybody, and welcome to another wonderful weekend news podcast here at VGU.TV. Uh, it is October 4th, and it is episode 22. 22. Yes. Um, it's been a lovely week, one that brought uh, a virus to the White House and record numbers to our website. So all around a pretty fun week. <laughs> Um, I'm joined as all. I'm your host as always, Graydon Webb. Joined as always by Alan Muir. How are you, sir? Uh, I fell down a sugar pine seven uh, wormhole. Oh wow! I haven't heard that name in a while. How's it going for you? Um, the first, the tank of the first episode of SP Seven is the end of SourceFed. Oh really? That's where it came from. Yeah, that's where uh, James and uh, Stephen were worked. And God, that is so that was so depressing to watch. Huh. And then that was ultimately did Rooster Teeth own that Sugar Pine Seven? No, that was Phil DeFranco. Like that was his thing, or it was him and Discovery owned SourceFed. Shortfed, yeah. Okay, but then Sugar Pine was a Rooster Teeth thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope that that's that you're that's a fun blast from the past for you. And then on my right, I have Raúl Contreras back again. How are you, gentlemen? Did you know that the term "gobby" means blowjob in Australia. So all those times Toby Maguire's Spider-Man called Goblin Gobby, he was calling him a blowjob. Well, we have to shut it down. Uh, thanks for <laughs> listening. And um, <laughs> we told you you can talk about Spider-Man, but you can't just come out of the gate with that shit. <laughs> Look, I just learned last night and I need to fucking spread it to the world. Ew. That's you a horrible... fucking blowjob. <laughs> I didn't need to know that spidey fact. <laughs> that one can go back. Jesus. All right. Well, going to be a good, uh, real good episode then when you got that going on. Um, So let's jump into it with the uh, upcoming releases for the week of October 9th, 2020. Starting with one that I'm actually been looking forward to for a while, and that is Iconfell coming to PC, Switch, PS4, and Xbox. Um, that one's actually launching on Game Pass as well. I read somewhere, though it's not any like actual affiliation with Xbox First Party or anything. Um, but yeah, looks like a fun little. It's like a oh, how do I describe it? Pixely side scrolling. Pokemon type thing. Yeah, it's it's got a cute little art style. Anyone else interested in this one? I thought I thought Yokai Watch was Pokemon, the real Pokemon's Pokemon. I think I totally just lost all your audio there, so I don't know what you said. <laughs> I thought um Yokai Watch was the real like where Pokemon is really at. It really is. God, I love Yokai Watch. There's like five of them now. And oh, one's on Jesus. Switch, supposedly. So someday I'll get to them, but I have never finished one. 
because it's like a Pokemon and I can't do it. <laughs> but yeah, go play Yokai Watch. Damn, shout out. So then we have I Am Dead, which is a new one that you just added. Oh, this is that indie one. It sure is. Oh, oh damn. Who Who's making that? Well, Annapurna, so you know it's good. But also it's uh, the guy who made uh, uh, Wilmot's Warehouse, but I think something else as well. I want to say like Monument Valley, but I may be super wrong. And but um, yeah, this looks really cute. This one, it's about like I think if I recall correctly, it's about being on an island of like dead, dead animals, dead creatures, and a charming puzzle adventure game about exploring the afterlife. Yep, that sounds about right. Oh, I'm so excited! I didn't know that was coming this week. Well, now you have something to look forward to. I do, on PC, not Mac, saying, and Switch. Not saying that you don't have things to look forward to every week, but... <laughs> it's been... It's it's a good back half of the year, I'll give it that. The beginning was a lot of, like, just big things that I'll never get to. But the back half is full of some really nice little indies that I'm super excited for. And Squadrons. Which, <laughs> which you're fucking loving. Well, I think I'm finished with the squadrons. Yeah, but it's now it's all like about multiplayer for you, right? Or are you just gonna not touch it anymore? Oh no, I'm that thing makes my PC sound like a jet engine. <laughs> He's back to single player salvation. Um but if you're if you're up for multiplayer, we got two more games for you. We have Ride Four on PC, PS4, and Xbox, which is I think a motorcycle racing game. Ride 4. Is it all about bikes? Yep, looks like it's all about bikes. I remember when the first one was on PS PS4 like at launch or something. Um also coming to PS5 apparently. And FIFA 21, which Raul did not think existed anymore and thought that <laughs> FIFA was was gone or something. But that's coming to I PC. Was just, <laughs> I was just I've the, the existence of FIFA had left my memory <laughs> and I was uh I don't want to say surprised but I was I, I was something at the realization well, that oh right be- they still make those games. <laughs> it's weird because I believe FIFA took kind of like the Just Dance route and wasn't at the showcase this year like the, the any of EA's like stuff they weren't really talking about it much and and then I went and I found in an Xbox sale, they have a three pack of just the single player modes from the past three FIFAs because they're like a, like a road to the show story mode and you can just play all the single player FIFA, which doesn't make much sense to me. But, um, but yeah, now there's, now there's FIFA 21 on PC, switch, Xbox and PS4. See, I know what it's Oh, go ahead. So so you know what it's like? It's like, you know how for a while there was just entirely too many versions of Angry Birds on the App Store? <laughs> there was like Angry Birds fucking Halloween and Christmas, like Thanksgiving or some shit that you download it and it's just Angry Birds every time and you're just like, why are there so many versions of the same game? That's FIFA. <laughs> they legit had Angry Birds girl version. I think it was called Stella. Ugh. 
and it was just a pink bird. And they were like, hey, pink and girls, right? And like all of them are girls. But people fuck, like how do we market up. to girls? How do we market to God? Fuck, guys, what do we do? Just fucking make them pink. It's fine. Give them eyelashes and make them uh, pastel colors. Great. Um, Star Wars was my shit, though. That was really well done. Go play that on Xbox 360. Anyway, uh, Alan, <laughs> it's time for something that you really love to talk about. The news, ba da do da, yeah. <laughs> there it is. Do you want to take the first story? You bet I will. Okay. So, new PS5 features discovered in PS Store PlayStation Store's uh, source code. So, you know, Sony's not telling everyone about. Like everything that they want to know about the PS5. So, code has been found that has. Well, tell us more about the PS5. First things first, uh, wishlist will finally be integrated into the console. Um, you'll be able to create parties with up to 100 people and share music playlists with pals. There's also something called a takedown. But not sure what that is. <laughs> and the backwards compatible titles that support PS5's boost mode feature will be marked as such. And for the 1% of PS4 games that aren't playable, there'll be a warning. And while, while this and the last bit is currently offline there's a reference to a page on the official playstation website fully detailing backwards compatibility so time will tell i was i went and i tried to look up if anybody had like even just of what the town could be and I found this article and I just started reading it. And it was it says, Brutal, PlayStation has canceled the entire PS5 game lineup after at NicoBoy95 commented, no one cares on their live stream. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, fuck, it's the onion. I've been onioned. <laughs> so oh, no. Good God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fell for it. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's cool. I, it's weird how that's not like everything isn't there for them to, to like, people have these systems right now. How are they not figuring out what the takedown is? But I did just read like this morning that they're 
review consoles like they're not actual full-on things yet so i guess um that's why they don't know but i'm excited about wishlist integration because xbox has that and if i want to see my playstation x uh, wishlist i have to look at my phone which kind of sucks but my initial my First thought was, who the hell has a hundred people to have a party with? Hey, man, extroverts. <laughs> what are those? What's it like to talk to people? I couldn't tell you. Oh my god! People yeah, don't do like, that. Don't fucking lie to me. <laughs> like the P- PS4 uh, parties, that's limited to what sixteen people. Um. Uh, because I remember, if I remember correctly, uh, from last night, the yeah, it was yeah, sixteen, said, like yeah, three out of sixteen, and we had three in there. We we almost had to put the VGU ghost in there just to look like we had friends. <laughs> How's he doing, by the way? Are you still paying for his PS Plus? Oh god, no! Actually, no. I think I still am. Okay, good. Let him play a little longer, though he can play Rocket League without needing a PS Plus subscription. So that's pretty cool. As I said before, I just created made that account so no one can get VGU. <laughs> Never ever. All right, well, you want to take you take your Spidey story and then I'll take the Apple story that's happy Apple story because you only take angry Apple stories. Uh, angry Apple stories feel great. <laughs> um, so, I guess for the people who don't know you who didn't catch on to the backlash, um, Insomniac released a trailer for uh, the upgraded Ultimate Edition of Spider-Man. No longer Spider-Man PS4, now Spider-Man PS5. Uh, and they reveal that they had to recast Peter, so the voice actor is the same. It's still Yuri Lowenthal, same exact voice, but the face model is completely different. Um, And this spurred a lot of controversy. Uh, so the creative developer at Insomniac, uh, Brian, and I, I am so sorry if I butchered this last name, Brian Inhar, uh, his statement, he released a statement and said, today's news about the new Peter Parker face model has surprised some of you and we at Insomniac totally understand your reaction. Heck, it even took me a while to get used to Peter's new look. But as we discussed the franchise's future moving to the PS5, it quickly became apparent that delivering even more believable-looking characters made finding a better facial match for actor Yuri Lowenthal, who we all love as Peter, a necessity. We care as much about this character as your attachment to him, so please know we didn't make this decision slash change lightly. As we did throughout the development of Marvel Spider-Man, we'll continue to read your comments, listen, and always be looking for ways to improve every facet of the game. At the same time, I hope you can trust us that this decision is what we feel is best for the future of the franchise and our upcoming goals for the beloved Marvel character. Um, 
So yeah, the new actor or the new face model for Peter is uh, Ben Jordan. Yuri Lowenthal also weighed in and was like, yeah, blame it on me. Basically, it's my dumb face. <laughs> I love that. My stupid bones. My stupid bones. Um, This isn't part of the initial article, but I think it was the same guy, the creative director, who uh, went on, I think, yesterday or on before. Uh-huh. And was like, hey... We realize you guys are upset, but don't 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 send us death threats. Uh, cause apparently they've been getting those. So real quick, uh y'all, this this is not don't do that shit. <laughs> like just don't like I know people are like, I'm upset. Uh, I mean Laura Bailey mm-hmm. got uh threat death threats for her and her child. Yeah. So it's like this is that is never okay. <laughs> this is not that big a deal. It is a cosmetic change in a superhero game. Like that, that is not a reason to fucking send threatening shit to people. Which sucks that they're getting that. Um, and any and all opinions that I fucking share about that face is not endorse sending them that shit. So with that out of the way. Yeah, I don't like the new face. Yeah, fuck that face. Uh, the original, yeah. the original one reminded me of Andrew Garfield's Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that a lot. Um, and yeah, this one just looks. How old is Peter supposed to be in the game? Twenty six. He's yeah, he's in his mid twenties. He's been Spider Man for like a decade, and and this the character mo- or the Ben Jordan's face looks like he's a teenager. Yeah, and like that, the, they do show a trailer, and I think Gamespot had a side by side comparison that was pretty like well done for that cutscene because the trailer is just that it's a cutscene with the new face model, and um, and you can see that yeah, the facial animations are way better. But it's still jarring, and granted, that's probably just because it's been two years since that game came out, and we've all grown accustomed to that face. Like, I know that probably has a lot to do with it, but it is just very jarring how different it is. My main problem with the uh, that comparison video is the fact that the brightness looks so awful on the next gen version. Like everything just looks so much brighter. There's like no shadows. There's no definition of like objects. Just, I I can't get over how they, how they messed that aspect up. I'm I'm sure there'll be be options to change it. I hope so. Cause I want to go to a, a next gen version and get something out of it. That I didn't get before. All those cutscenes are, with the exception of, I think, the opening cutscene, all those cutscenes are like in engine. They're not pre rendered. Um, So I'm assuming that's all the ray tracing stuff at work, and it just looks weird for whatever reason. That could be it. Um, 
there's also and then these are unfounded rumors uh but there's speculation that the reason this change happened is because this is also the face model for the Peter Parker they're going to put in a Avengers game and uh that would be bad though because they've they've confirmed that they're going to be different Spider-Mans so why would you want to use that that one you know like make people accustomed to him when he's supposed to be different synergy yeah synergy I guess but uh, you're then gonna have an even harder time differentiating him yeah and then there's also the thing that a lot of people pointed out we were talking about before we started recording is that he looks a lot like Tom Holland uh, also, Synergy, we have had three different live-action Spider-Mans, and we've been able to differentiate all of them. I mean, the Synergy is the fact that Spider-Man's costume always looks the same, but we can we can figure out who's who as Peter Parker. True. We've had five different Batman. <laughs> they all, they're all different. True. <sighs> um, I digress. But yeah, a lot of people noted that he looks like Tom Holland, so there's a lot of people are wondering if this this was like pressure from Marvel proper to be like, well, it's got to match the movies or whatever. Um, and I doubt it, but I also wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. Again, it's a disappointing move. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be one of those things that it's like once everyone gets used to it, it'll be fine. Um, that being said, again, don't fucking send death threats to these people. It's just a video game. It's, it is always just a video game. <laughs> That's crazy. Last night I found out that the voice actor is freaking like 50. And he does not sound, he does not sound like he's 50. The thing that always makes me laugh is that he's also the voice actor for fucking Sasuke and Naruto, and it's just always hard to differentiate the two. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Yuri Lorenthal's been in the game for a while. Oh. Yeah, he speaks uh, uh, fluent British. Wait, is he British? No, that was just a reference, an old, an, a super best friends reference. Oh, okay. He's <laughs> like fluent he, British. Yeah, remember uh, his character in um, Saints Row games? No. The hacker group, the hacker gang? Oh, the. Uh, Miller. He played him? That's who, yeah, you're alone with all voiced him. Oh, wow. Yeah, I remember that kid. All right. Should I move on to the next one? Yeah. Okay. Our next story is short and sweet. Uh, There is an Apple TV app reportedly being tested for Xbox. So uh, Windows Central saw that there is a um, an Apple TV app in now being tested 
and available to certain Xbox insiders. Uh, a report also came out of nine to five Mac, which is actually a website I recently used for uh, iPhone advice. They stated that Apple TV was also headed to PlayStation consoles in the future. And that's pretty much it we've just seen. And I, it doesn't show it here, but I think there's also like a screenshot, like someone took of it there. Um, but, but yeah, Apple TV, um, just started its own, um, real exclusive streaming service. So it's got such shows as Ted Lasso and Mythic Quest, which I know Alan likes a lot. And um, it has uh, that Central Park show and Sesame Street. <laughs> and so like all these these things, it's just a now it's weird to think of Apple TV as a streaming platform because before it was just it was a system. It was like a like a Roku box or something. Um, but now it is its own thing and it can go places. So there is the uh, possibility of it coming to Xbox here. Um, Though it is kind of weird because as we talked about, I believe last week that xCloud um, Xbox's streaming service isn't going to iPhones as of yet because they um, Apple would not approve it due to the fact that they would have to take all of the games and sell them through the app store so that they can get a cut of it. And Xbox was like, no, and they couldn't reach a deal. And so xCloud is only on Android right now. So it's weird to think that Apple and Xbox would have any kind of agreement going on currently. But um, if these reports are true, then that means that you may see those things, those shows coming. My my hope, as I stated in the chat, is that it would allow for some kind of like airplay to an Xbox so you can uh, like an Apple TV does. Um, but I I don't know if that's exclusively hardware related to an Apple TV box or if they could do that through an app. I would think they could do it software wise, but um but yeah. Anyone excited for this? Not really. You you watched that Mythic Quest, right? Yeah, I I had my trial, watched watched Mythic Quest and that that was done. Oh, it's over. Is um how were you watching that? I was watching it through my Roku. Okay. So there's like an Apple TV app on Roku? Yeah. All right. So that that is just so weird. So weird to think of it being different places when Apple TV to me was always just a, a thing. device. <laughs> yeah, device. But now it's Apple TV Plus. Um so yeah. Uh, yeah, I also have a year-long trial for it because I bought my iPhone. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I've, that. I've not once touched that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't really use... I don't use devices at, like, my, like my phone for exclusive things. Like, the Apple TV has its own... Or what is it? Is it Apple TV an app on the iPhone, or is that just like Apple videos or something? I don't know. I've never even used it. I think I have like Speed Racer on there because I bought it for like three dollars, like the whole series. <laughs> but I never, I never watch their exclusive stuff. But I might if it comes to Xbox. 
So, who wants the next in? Uh, I think I had it. No, I didn't. You take it. Me take it? You take it. Okay, unless Alan wants it. Uh, sure, I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> no, I said you did. No, <laughs> we did not talk about this beforehand, as you can tell. Okay, so, so Cyberpunk, Dev, CD Projekt Red has told employees it will require them to work six day weeks until the game's November launch, which is breaking a previous promise not to force. Uh, crunch uh, to finish the project and to quote starting today the entire studio is in overdrive which was an email which was emailed to employees on Monday uh, from Adam Badowski, who's the head of CD Projekt Red. And this was revealed by uh, Bloomberg. Quote, I take it upon myself to receive the full backlash for the decision. But uh, And he continued with, I know this is in direct opposition to what we've said about Crunch. It's also in direct opposition to what I personally grew to believe a while back, that crunch should never be the answer, but we've ex- extended all of their possible means of navigating the situation. So, the game has been in the works for about eight years now. And once this news hit, The one thing that kept that kept being brought up was the uh, Polish law when it comes to this type of thing. Mm-hmm. So they may be working long hours, but they're going they're going to be paid for the overtime. So, but then, then again, a lot of, apparently a lot of employees were, were, were working long hours already. And he, uh, Badowski respo- uh, responded to Bloomberg's report with, with a, with a statement saying, these last six weeks are our final sprint on a project we've all spent much of our lives on. Something we care for deeply. The majority of the team understands that push, especially in light of the fact that we've just sent the game to cert, and every day brings us visibly closer to shipping a game we want to be proud of. He went on to say, this is one of the hardest decisions I've had to make. But everyone is well compensated for every extra hour they put in. And like in recent years, 10% of the annual profit our game generates in 2020 will be split directly among the team. So, what do you guys think about this? 
Um, I mean, I wish I could say I was surprised. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you've got they've got so much on the line here <clears throat> that it's understandable, but it's still shitty. And it still sucks that it happens. But looking at it from if you have to look at it from a financial standpoint and where they're not some massive company like you know in in the grand scheme of things and they've just delayed this thing so many times and if you keep going i know everyone follows that mantra of like yeah that's great delay it but when you've done it so many times it starts to look bad and people start to lose faith and i think that they're yeah it it sends a bad bad message yeah but this also kind of sends a bad message so it stinks to see people actually being like, yeah, fuck that game now. Like when they've, they look forward to it for so long. And I too went into this thinking, Oh, this is just really shitty. Like the internet made me think, Oh, this is shitty. And now it's, it's bad. But when you read that, like I feel genuine remorse from them and people have, um, people have like praised the, the that company for years for just being really awesome and then it's the the fact that they're like we really don't like that we have to do this you don't get statements like that like rockstar didn't make a real statement that like genuine and be like well everybody really like knows what we're striving to do here and there was one part in it i forget um the majority of the team understands that push and it's just like, well, maybe if they had to talk about it and that actually happened, then maybe everybody kind of gets it and they're all getting paid. And I just think it's not, it could be so much worse to the point where I don't know if I would super define this as crunch when it's like, I mean, it's, it's quote unquote crunch time. Like, Hey, we're down to the wire. But it's like, it. I don't think it's gonna put everybody out to this extent that it's gonna just ruin lives, like a lot of other companies have done. So I, I don't know. That's my take on like it. Like Telltale, yeah, like a Telltale or the Rockstar thing, or like I just, I think there's a lot of companies, there's corporations that don't give a shit about their employees. Like that's that's the world, and um. And I don't think that CD Projekt Red is one of those. Like, I think that everybody was kind of on the same page and was like, yeah, let's get this thing done. Because imagine the relief they're going to feel once that's out. Once that goes gold and you're going to see that picture they'll put on Twitter of everybody all excited that the game went gold. Like, it's going to make it worth it. Like, that's going to make them all that I think they're going to be okay. And um, yeah, as long as there was a conversation, and that's the other thing is like, and I hate to keep ranting about it, but like, you didn't really get this story as like some irritated employee was like, I'm pissed and I have to crunch. It was more just like, Oh, we're hearing that. Like there's, there's gotta be this crunch. And, and so I feel it's more that like the team is kind of behind it and they know what they're doing. And um, yeah, I think I really hope that it'll be worth it for them. Like I've said my shit about cyberpunk Valhalla is my game of the year, <laughs> but but I think that this game is going to be good and worth it, and uh, I'm excited to see what comes of it. 
Yeah, I imagine that once the game is fin- is finally done, our gargantuan amount of weight will be lifted off their backs. Yeah. So. And that's exciting for them. And I'm sure that, like, anybody would be like, oh, we've got a couple more weeks of this? Like, okay, let's put our put our backs into it and let's uh let's let's finish this thing strong and i think that that's what's going on here uh the only thing i feel like that would change any of that is i always forget how to pronounce his last name is it schreier or schreier 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 was on twitter talking about how like hey it's not like this is the first time uh, Cyberpunk has been in crunch. Cyberpunk has been in crunch. Like there are employees who have been doing crunch on this for a while. So the message they're trying to put out is, "Oh, we just started ramping." It's like, no, there are employees at that company who have been in the ramping up stage for years at this point. Um, so that's. My take on it is that it kind of feels like they're pulling that whole sympathy card because they know people are going to be pissed because they went back on their word. Uh, and like it kind of feels like, oh, we know we made this promise, but we've also decided to go the money route over our employees' mental and physical well-being again. And we've exhausted every possible route and just didn't like what we found, so we're just gonna go ahead and do the crunch anyway. Like it, it, it feels like like the thing you kind of have to remember is that CD Projekt Red, one of the most profitable game devs out there, they can fucking afford to do another crunch. So it, it it's hard for me to be like oh, no, they really have to do this because this isn't some fucking little small indie company where everything is riding on this fucking game. Like, no. People have been waiting for this game for eight years. They'll wait a little longer. This game is going to be successful as shit. They made The Witcher 3, which is like one of the fucking, for a lot of people, defining games of this generation. People are going to wait for their new thing. This really just feels like, well, no, we want to, make sure that it's out by this point and we have revenue by this point. So we're going to go back on that promise. Um, and again, I, I don't think any of us know the specifics of how the employees are doing in that company. Uh, given their past, though, I would assume it's not great. <laughs> so it just feels like it... I don't know, a game getting delayed shouldn't automatically mean it's this bad thing you know there shouldn't be this weird stigma it's like oh this game's getting delayed that means it'll suck like no if the game's getting delayed it means they're fucking working on it i so yeah um i just hope everything's all right over there for the employees uh I hope it is the situation that you like you were proposing. It's like, yeah, they all talked about it and they all decided as a company to do this. And uh at the very least I would hope they're getting paid for all that fucking overtime. But then again, I don't know how Polish law works. 
Yeah, I feel I read uh, I read somewhere somebody saying I don't mind crunch as long as it's not mandatory. And I feel like the mandatory aspect is a bit shitty, um, especially for like those people you mentioned who have been doing it the whole time. They should be able to opt out. Like if if someone's really been busting their ass and feel like I don't want to keep up with this crunch, like, OK, you can lose a couple people to the cause for a little bit, but um, may, maybe assess like what really needs to be worked on and then just like figure it out instead of just being like you you're staying here forever um but yeah i don't know i i don't work in the corporate i don't know how they are figuring all of that out i just think the sound of mandatory crunch does not sound appetizing for really anyone but then again if they did talk about it and people agreed to it then I don't know. You you may sign up for CD Projekt Red to work there, and they give you a contract that says that you you agree to crunch should it happen. And maybe they all screwed themselves from day one, <laughs> but we'll never know. Yeah. So that is that. Um. Oh, right. This I chose the sad story. <laughs> fucking tragedy guys farm bill shutting down at the end of the year fucking end of an era guys oh my god farm bill's gone by the end of the year all those crops your farms fucking dead non-existent if you have kept up a a virtual farm for like a decade over a decade you should be a farmer right now in real life if you're actually worried that you're gonna lose progress and you did so good that this farm has been going for years you've earned my respect you know what's funny is that The the reason why Farmville is shutting down, it's not because they're like, oh, we, nobody's playing this anymore or whatever. I mean, I don't know how many people are still playing fucking Farmville, but really, yeah, every every Facebook user plays Farmville. Oh fuck, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, like it's not because like oh you know people don't play this game or whatever. It's literally because they're being forced to because uh, Flash is no longer going to be supported on uh, Facebook. That's the only reason. Sad. <laughs> Which is amazing to me. So like, look, we're not shutting this guy this game down because fucking nobody plays it. We're shutting it down because it will literally become unplayable <laughs> due to means that are not because of us. Like, it's it's not our fault. It is circumstances. Also, Zynga, the company behind Farmville, would very much like you to know that there is a Farmville 3 releasing soon for mobile platforms. <laughs> I hope it's coming to Oculus Quest 2. We gotta get that VR farm. <laughs> Please. VR farm. The fucking bug the shit out of your friends on Facebook and VR. Only and... if they add smell vision <laughs> Oh, man. I was gonna say, Alan's eerily quiet because he's tending to his crops. No, I'm actually yeah. checking uh, last time I actually played Farmville. 
Oh, you can tell? Yeah, apparently the last time I played was May 10th, 2010. Jeez. Yeah, so how many years? Does it say how many years it's been around? 11. 11, okay. Yeah, 2009. I was more of a Mafia Wars kind of guy. Technically, two generations. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's technically two console generations. And they've outlived it all. Yeah, instantly my family was like, oh my god, tell grandpa. But (laughs) grandpa has been playing it on his iPad since he got an iPad. And uh, I don't know if he plays it anymore. But it really got him into like that idle games type that got him into video games <laughs> in a way. Um, but yeah, many a family vacation would just be him like timing his day around <laughs> being able to check on his crops. Um, I'm, I'm not kidding. <laughs> and... I'm just imagining like your grandpa just really, like, God damn it, just fucking flipping his computer over. <laughs> <laughs> You know how how much time I put into this shit. (laughs) Well, I suppose that also means that like all the like the beach ones and stuff, like all those other island life, all those can't be played either. And I actually did have a Facebook friend that was super into that island one and would set like up until like a couple years ago, I was still getting uh invitations and things for uh, like she would send me gifts in my notifications it was, it was just <laughs> like those those poor people can't play any of those games anymore so very sad but uh yeah there are uh i mean they can farmville 3 coming soon to mobile platforms farmville 3 don matrix gotta get money some way i mean the woods he's, are good. he's yeah, I think he's he's gone. Oh yeah, he's the former CEO of Zynga. Is Zynga still a super profitable company? I don't think so. By 2015, Zynga was struggling to make the intended gains in the mobile market, and had seen its share prices fall. So, <laughs> so no, oof, oof. So please download Farmville Three. Is what they're saying. <laughs> In 2015, he was replaced by the founder, Mark Pincus. Um, Excellent last name. And it seems Fare- like... Farewell, Donnie Video Games. <laughs> That's where his wiki ends, too. Like, he just faded into obscurity. So, yeah. Um, do, do you guys it's... think he's still alive? No. In fact, I think he's very dead. <laughs> No, he, just, he walked out of Zynga and he got kicked to death by all the people who didn't like how he ruined the Xbox. I think if he is still alive, they should bring him back on the team. Because let's be honest, the Xbox Xbox is a little too much of a high horse currently, and we need a, a an, an idiot to kick him down a peg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they could use they could use Donnie video games. Anyway, let's go on to a uh, the the something more positive. I don't know. It's positive. It broke the internet. Y'all y'all know about it. It's the big story. 
Steve from Minecraft is the next DLC character for Smash Bros. Ultimate. Um, but not just Steve. Steve, Alex, Zombie, and Enderman are all coming in the same DLC drop as the same character. And I have yet... I have not looked into this very much. I've seen that video, but I still have no fucking clue what's going on. Um, I assume they're all different outfits and they make different characters, but then they also make different uh, abilities. I don't know. Anyway, uh, this was all revealed the other day. Um, He is the next fighter. They are the next fighter to be added as part of the Fighter Pass 2. There's still four characters coming that have yet to be revealed, which is just crazy that there's still characters coming to that game. Um, They're also bringing along a new stage and seven music tracks from the Minecraft series, which is fun. However, Minecraft's music is not very, like, action-y enough to want to... <laughs> to like fight to so that's gonna be a those are some some very therapeutic battles you're gonna be playing um this article said there was more information coming but then they actually did have this uh they were calling it a battle with steve and alex and i didn't watch it so i'm not entirely sure if we got more news about it (laughs) um but but yeah, so Steven Alex will be available to players who purchase volume the Fighters Pass Volume 2 or Challenger Pack 7. Or yeah. That's weird. Why are there two different ways to buy DLC for this game? I have never bought a single DLC character for Smash Bros. Anyone else? I've only played one Smash Brothers game and that was the first one. Oh, you haven't even touched Ultimate? No. Wow. That was the first one on 64? Yep. Oh, my God. Go play Brawl, dude. It's the, one of the best games ever. How is that not on my favorite games list? Super Smash Bros. Brawl is so good. Um. So, so then I guess you're not concerned about this story at all, and won't it won't affect you in any way. <laughs> Um, Raul, are you excited about this? I feel like we're ignoring the most important part of this story, honestly. Oh, what's that? Y'all seen that QB? Who? QB. No. It's what, what is... it's what happens when Kirby swallows and absorbs Minecraft. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Are you kidding me? Yeah, he yeah. becomes a QB. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, my God. Look at him. He becomes a QB. He's QB. Holy fuck. Right? Wow, look how adorable he is. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't love that? Look at him. Look, look at him. <laughs> um, no, my, I, I, I don't know. I'm not a super, like, the most experience I have with Smash is also the N64 game. Um, but... Fucking what I do know from fighting games and looking at uh Minecraft Steam's gameplay and all the reactions in the FGC, um he very much looks like Smash's version of like he looks like 
he is to smash what uh Phoenix Wright was to Marvel vs. Capcom 3, which is the joke character that will piss people off when you get really good at him. Oh. Uh because I saw that he could just like build a house around people, lock them in it. It's like imagine doing a combo like mid combo, this dude just locks you up. It's like, <laughs> no no, stay there. Yeah, uh, I have no clue how any of his abilities really work. It's uh, I'm gonna have to watch more of it and see. It's it's so silly looking. It's like because I, I always assume like I, I kind of figured with Microsoft's partnership with Nintendo that this was going to be in the works. Like, everyone assumed it was going to be Master Chief. I was like, no, they have literally the world's biggest kid franchise. It's going to be Minecraft. <laughs> and I, But I always kind of assumed in my head it was going to be like this super animated, weird version of Steve. And they didn't do that at all. It's just, that's just fucking dead-ass Minecraft Steve with the same... <laughs> Little to no animation from Minecraft. And he's just there with these, like, lovingly rendered Nintendo characters. He's just a fucking block man with a pickaxe eating a steak. (laughs) And it's great. I love it. Oh, my God. And then also, yes, of course, QB. All hail QB. All hail QB. Wow. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be something, and uh, they're coming on October thirteenth. I just found out, so we'll see you next week, Steve, <laughs> out there on the battlefield. Oh yeah. <sighs> and also right play now. as a zombie. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> My Fuck lifelong it. dream. There's a moment in that trailer, like, I love all the little details they put in, because how familiar are you guys with, like, the rules of Minecraft? The rules? Yes. Like, the, the fucking... <laughs> so there's a, one of the characters you can play as is called an Enderman. Yeah. He's, like, the black figure with purple eyes, and the thing about Endermans is that you can't make eye contact with them. Right. Because then they will come after you, and they teleport. So you can't hide from them. And there's a moment in that trailer where Snake does his little fucking cardboard box trick to like hide, and then the Enderman literally peeks in at Snake through the little peephole of the box <laughs> because you can't hide from a fucking Enderman Snake. What are you doing? <laughs> I was like, oh my god, they actually put so much effort into this. Yeah, it was. It was cute. I like the part where they, uh, the Sonic stage, and they just lay down the tracks and they minecart down it. <laughs> like, there's just a lot of love into this. And I think that's great. Like, I just don't get how they work, how they're like separate characters with different abilities. But, um, yeah, I heard that it may be like the Me Fighters because they have different things too. But, um, yeah, I'm interested in seeing how it works because they're they're a lot of fun. Uh, Travis Touchdown got announced as a me fighter. Oh, true. Yeah. Yes, a lot of people weren't happy about that. Why? Uh, they wanted him to be an actual character. Oh, uh, 
yeah with the with the me fighters they could do anything with them but they haven't they haven't really been but and i suppose you could do that with like halo too like maybe he's yeah. just he too big because he's a he oh no because snake is a human yeah because really my second guess would have been four mass like first off minecraft steam <laughs> my my second guess would have been uh cuphead Ooh, cuphead but i think he's already a me fighter who cuphead i'm like pretty sure he's a me fighter But I could be wrong. Fighter. Oh yeah, look at that. Cute. Alright, Alan, you wanna take us out of this and, and show us some, some Xbox news? Yeah, so the Xbox Series S could have looked well, could have or did look and could have looked a lot different than what it currently looks like. And I'm just going to drop this picture in the chat so you don't have to go to the link <laughs> of the prototypes. I see, I see. The one it on looks... the left looks like a giant memory card. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> it looks more it looks more like in line with how the series X looks. Yes. Hold on. I gotta see this. Oh, Oh, huh. That's interesting. And the final design Or the difference between that the prototype and the final final design is mainly to fit easily in your house, no matter where you're thinking of putting putting it. So, senior design director Nicholas Denez explained that, "quote When we visited gamer homes, device placement, whether it was displayed or hidden." And furniture orientation informed all of our design choices. So, I hated reading that. I hated the thought of them showing up at people's houses, like <laughs> the guys in the Wii Wii commercials, and they're just like, "Yo, can I check out where you put your Xbox? <laughs> like, get the fuck out of my house!" <laughs> oh, whoa! I just breathed in and like, hold on, I need to cough. wowzers anyway yeah that was a bit creeperish but um but i don't know are we look do we look at this and think well i'm glad that they ended up the way that they did or do we prefer one of these designs i mean the 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 current the, the final design of the series s looks like a looks more like a Xbox One S. Yeah. But there's still that weird speaker looking thing. Uh, like a turntable, like a DJ turntable. 
What I if mean, it's just viral marketing for the new DJ hero? Oh my god! Oh man, please. don't don't give me hope. Don't give me hope. Please. <laughs> Isn't there a new DJ hero coming out? No. no or something Fuser. like it. Fuser. Yeah. But okay. It's it's more like drop mix than DJ Hero. God, yeah. I have to freaking. I need to pre-order that game. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, but yeah, the third one that's like vertical with the disc drive looks just like an Xbox One X. Like, yeah. Put that thing horizontally. I'm looking at it right now in my my room. But um, yeah, I'm kind of partial to that one on the left. That's just a big. Looks just like a lazy Susan. <laughs> like. <laughs> Put some drinks on that thing. Yeah, yeah. Look at it. <laughs> right? Fuck it. And the one in the middle is just a Series X. That's all that is. Uh huh. Yeah. And then the the three in the back look like a deviled egg tray. The one on the right is just a box. He's just a box. Guys, <laughs> we just made a box. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested in the three in the back because they all just look like tall boxes, but you know they're hiding some secrets. Also, right. when it comes to, when it comes to weird or cringe Xbox marketing, I like to think back to the Xbox 360 uh, jump in mantra. Oh no! Where it was like at least the one the the ads I kept getting were like uh xbox's um like xbox 360s like floating down on balloons or no other i vaguely remember that yeah and like people just and it would just like land out in the open and people would just like still like if you build it they will come but it was just Weird stuff. This one? <laughs> Xbox balloons? Yeah. <laughs> well, this is so, just people throwing water balloons at each other. This has nothing to do with Xbox. <laughs> the hell is that? Anyway. Um, so, yeah. That's fun. But now... We have some not fun to talk about, and I'm very excited because I have stayed away from this story, so I can't wait for Raul's angry, angry tone to tell me all about it. Sorry, I'm looking at QB real quick before I tackle this. <laughs> Breathe him in. Um, Okay. So fucking epic and apple. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. Um, I guess this is going to court. I guess they're just they're just fucking doing this thing, huh? Uh, a judge in California heard the opening arguments. Um, Of course, the fucking thing is being held online because, you know, pandemic. But, uh... 
on the gist of it, most of this article is just like, yeah, this is a, this is the fucking situation thus far. But yeah, they're fucking doing it. They're going to court. A judge has heard their opening statements or opening arguments, rather. Uh, and this fucking people are saying people are thinking this is gonna be just a long, drawn out court battle. I hope it's televised. I want to watch it. You want it? You want it to be the the fucking OJ trial? Yeah, <laughs> video games chase, and then they try to put the glove on the pinata. It doesn't fit. I can't. I can't wait. It's gonna be great. Also, is the majority of this article for you guys locked behind a paywall? Yes, it is. <laughs> I okay. Here comes my rant. Fuck news that makes you pay for it. News is for the people, and I hate, I hate that, I hate that shit. Okay, my, hold on, but my no, town no. newspaper <laughs> makes me want to pay for it. So no shade drawn at this publication because I know nothing about it. But what do you expect from a fucking publication called The Economist? Ah, <laughs> uh, true. Yeah, money news. <laughs> money news. <laughs> news for money. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what the hell? I will never, I'm not going to pay for websites to tell me things that other websites are telling me for free. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So, I, I didn't know well, that was pretty much it. I actually had heard about that. And, uh, and yeah, it's so, it's so stupid. It's so lovely. I read somewhere that was like, this could go into next year. And, oh, man, I can't wait. Kid. It's so good. I just like uh, didn't realize that two multi-billion-dollar companies could throw such a fucking hissy fit legally. Imagine, <laughs> imagine how funny it would be if, like, um, they don't um, like it. It just just keeps getting higher and higher, and it becomes like one of the first things that like this whole new Supreme court and like the new justice and everything. And then they're like the first big thing. It's Fortnite. <laughs> it goes to Washington. Oh man. Oh God. This whole fucking legal battle becomes like marked in history books. <laughs> as like a historic event, like it's fucking Roe v. Wade and Apple v. Epic. Apple v. Oh God. Apple v. Epic. Oh, Oh, I gotta look at QB again. <laughs> QB, QB, come back. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I don't think we really. I mean, Al, did you have a lot to say? Anything to say about that? Um, I'm looking at. I'm well, actually, look, to be honest, I'm looking checking on. Uh, the thing that I I, can't, I don't want to say it on on like on air because a certain thing that we were talking about just say with the uh, the leader the idiot leader yes yes I'm 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 just checking that right now oh okay you're checking in on uh, status yeah <laughs> we we still breathing. Um, oh, potentially signaling a severe case. Really? 
Yeah. Huh. You just type in idiot watch. Idiot watch <laughs> 2020. No, that's uh, that was uh, if I was gonna say if it wasn't if COVID wasn't a thing that'd be the perfect name for a daily show. Or, <laughs> just that'd just be their like coverage of his part of the election. Man, but that is all. That, I know, listeners, you don't you didn't come here for politics. True, you came here. You came here for QB. Let's be honest. Yeah, QB. QB is a real the real star of this show. QB with a little dash of sexual harassment. So let's get into our final story. Oh boy! Okay, what a segue. <laughs> uh, I'm not proud to talk about this story, but you know we must address all these. It's a. It's a. It was my my suggestion to talk about the story, and I felt that it added on well to previous stories we've had. So, um, there was a uh, company-wide survey that went out at Ubisoft, according to CEO Eve Gimo, and um, re- regarding the status of reforms where, following a summer of complaints about harassment and all these other things, lots of misconduct and um, just everything that we, we we've covered it. You've heard about it. And uh, they shared this message with Kotaku of all places um, put out by Ubisoft PR. And he mentioned that 25% of anonymous respondents to the summer survey reported witnessing or experiencing misconduct firsthand. Uh, In addition, one in five respondents said they didn't feel, quote, fully respected or safe in the work environment. They say the survey was conducted by an independent research firm. In addition, I'm just I'm reading this verbatim because of their statistics. Women at Ubisoft were 30 percent more likely than men to experience, witness or hear about discrimination. Oh, there's a lot of typos here. Yikes, Kotaku while non-binary employees were 43% more likely. Uh, One of the goals outlined by Guillemot to deal with this includes, quote, ensuring women comprise at least 24% of Ubisoft's teams by 2023, compared to 22% today. Based on the 19,000 employees Guillemot mentioned being in charge of in his message, that would mean an increase of approximately 380 women. They're also working on other things to to fix this. Um, Gimo wrote only six. Sorry for all these numbers, but I, it's I find it fascinating. Only sixty six percent of respondents who reported an incident felt they had received the support they needed. The audit also highlights a lack of sensitivity and commitment from management on all matters of diversity, inclusion, and respect. Therefore, we must better support our managers so that they are exemplary and become champions of these changes throughout the organization. Uh, so and they've also um, mentioned that they're creating a new review committee to look at Ubisoft's content and product marketing to make sure it's aligned with our values of respect and fairness, which to me sounds like they're going to make sure that his son doesn't put up that thing in the mobile game where they what they do they turned like blm into hate speech or something into terrorism into terrorism yeah um then oh geez what see this i don't 
really understand. Just last month, Ubisoft released an Assassin's Creed sizzle reel that left out. Oh, oh, yikes. Oh, okay. It's an entire Assassin's Creed sizzle reel that left out all the series playable female characters. Okay. It's a little weird. I thought they were talking about Valhalla that like didn't have the girl Eivor in it, but okay. Yeah. If you don't mention any women. Eh. um. So anyway, discussion. Um, I feel like adding women to your team isn't like the it's not going to change everything like you can't just be like oh we'll just we'll just pump those teams full of more girls and then nothing will happen like you have to address the problems and you have to do a lot of i like how we mentioned management like it starts there it starts with um acknowledging problems and fixing them i mean we've gone into rants about this before uh, I mainly wanted to put this in here as a follow-up to it. I've seen a lot of people shitting on this on Twitter. I've seen quite a few people calling for Eve's removal, though we've talked about it before that it's not entirely on him. I mean, he's the CEO, but a lot of problems when they get hidden don't get to him. Um, Though Jason Schreier has done a lot of just... in just ruthless attacking of Ubisoft. Like it seems that like every other tweet I see from him is some kind of thing, just shitting on the company. So um, yeah, they're in a bit of turmoil right now. I really do feel that they're trying to, to help in some way. It's of course going to take time, but uh, how, how do y'all feel about this? I feel like they're, I mean, again, we don't know the specifics of what exactly they're doing. Um, And by we, I mean us three individually. I think they might have talked more about it somewhere else that we're not aware of. But I feel like they're taking a very cold and calculated approach to this instead of just kind of asking their employees, hey, how can we do better, you know? Yeah. Like, it feels like it's just like, well, shit, obviously we just need to fucking. Yeah, they're, they're, they're taking like this weird computing average, like, oh, we just need more women. That's fine. That's right. That's it. That'll fix the problem. <laughs> and it's like, no, it's, you don't. You don't just slap a bandaid on a fucking gaping wound and then call it a day. It's like, you got to address what the fuck. What's going on there? Right. I feel from the start there, it could have been instead of an outside firm having a survey, instead just have one-on-ones with people in your different studios and just maybe talk about it. Like, just just kind of get in there. I'm not asking Eve to go and visit 19,000 employees, or even that was just women. That's, oh no, 19,000 employees. Um, but like, just, just have chats. (laughs) Like I, it's not, it's not that difficult to just have a one-on-one touch and base with people making sure like an, an open door policy type thing. And, uh, and just like, Hey, like, how have you been affected? What can we do better? Exactly. I don't know. I don't get how companies don't have that sometimes. Alan, were you going to say something? 
Um. Yeah, just get Eve out of there. Really? Yeah. Why is I mean, that? This is just my my opinion, but I think they just need to change a, a straight up change in leadership. Hmm. Like, yeah, I got a. Sorry, go ahead. No, you can go ahead. No, I was gonna say like I don't. It's not an awful idea to have it outside, like a third party do this, because you know, people might not feel comfortable with opening up to the company that's been treating them like shit. You know, so yeah. if they have like a fucking third party where they could go be anonymous and voice their concerns, like that'd be great, but. <laughs> You don't just fucking do a survey, take some fucking statistics, and then change some numbers around and hope that the problem fixes itself. Like, that's not how you do that. Um, it kind of, yeah, it kind of feels like they're doing the, like, what can we do right now to stop the media attention on this? Um... Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe they're just a fucking needs a change of leadership because this has been going on for a while and this is their way to fucking try to rectify it. Then maybe, yeah, they just need a fucking outright change of leadership and direction and stuff like that. Because even, even that line where they're like, oh, we want to go up to a 24% female workforce rather than the previous 22%. That feels like a fucking parody. That feels like a fucking SNL sketch. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, when you read that, I was like, that... come on. Come on, which, guys. Which part again? Where they were like, oh, we're planning on fucking... Uh... Raising our female workforce up to like twenty six percent from the previous. Oh yeah, twenty two percent or something like that. I was like, really? But that to me, like that, and I, I'm not saying this like intending to get any hate, but I'm literally, I literally, I just, it's one of those things that I don't totally understand. You can't, you don't just focus on we're. I don't know how to word this. Y- I think it's weird to just like target that group and be like, we're just going to start hiring women like hire. Don't look at people as on this scale of what they are like racially, genderly. Like if you've, if, if a woman comes to you and she can like be an asset to your team, hire her. Don't just like do it because it's going to make you look good. Does it like, does it make sense? So I'm like, we're going to hire more, 2% more. Like, what, you have a quota to fill now? Like, to make it look better that you've got women on your team? And Yeah. And then it's like, and what are the odds that 380 women, none of them will be a bad egg? Because there are women that do bad things as well. It doesn't just mean, oh, you've got perfection just because you've hired women. So, like... 
and I'm not hating on any group. It's just like, it's this thing. You see that a lot where it's like, Oh, we're going to hire We're we're going to bring on more, uh, more diverse people. And it's like, great. You should have been doing that all along. If it doesn't matter what their race is, what their gender is, if they can be a valuable to your team, hire them. And, and subsequently, if they can't be valuable to their team, it's not due to their race or their gender. It's just, Oh, you're not, you don't fit the mold for this job. Like that's just how it should be across the board. And I hate that people that that's been, that's been like a big talking point current in our current landscape. And it's just like, okay, but don't make it because now it just sounds like, Oh, we have to fit 2%. And then 2023 comes along and then what you're going to have groups that are shitting on you because you didn't hit that percentage. Or you're going to be like, well, we hit that percentage. I don't know what went wrong. And it, and it's just like that's not that's not the right way to do this. I just I don't I don't get that. But yeah, that and then in itself, just just two percent does sound comical. <laughs> like so, yeah, that's the thing is like oh, we're gonna raise our fucking female workforce by like two percent to to twenty four percent. It's like if you only have if your workforce is all like if women only make up 24% of your workforce, like you already have deeper problems here, bud. Like, yeah. Raising it up 2% isn't going to fucking fix it. Um, and also hiring more women, which again, you should have been doing that anyway, but hiring more women and then not addressing the issues that they're facing in your company just means that you're subjecting more women to the issues in your company. Mm-hmm. It, it's just... <sighs> right, we're going to bring on more women because what? Because out outnumbering, like ultimately outnumbering men with women will just mean that problems get solved? Like, no, not exactly. That doesn't mean everything. But not saying this is going to make them outnumber them, but it's just like having a balanced uh, gender ratio, which even then with with the jet gender uh <clears throat> the gender line now like how are you gonna balance anything but like just having having more women doesn't mean that things are gonna be okay <laughs> and, and yeah to what you're saying it arguably means things could be worse exactly. <laughs> like you're just gonna <laughs> subject those women to the same issues your company has like right so um so yeah but I um I had taken a couple a couple screenshots of tweets that I thought were just funny regarding all of this or or insightful. Um, this this person wrote. Meanwhile, people focus on shitting on CD Projekt Red because they do compensated overtime work when there are companies far worse out there. Not saying I don't mind the crunch issue. I just feel like people should shit on the worst companies first. And somebody just tweeted the "Why not both?" gif. <laughs> <laughs> um shit man i got time (laughs) right um and then someone wrote i hear very little crunch happens at studios like ubisoft and ea yet they're both known for distinctly bad practices uh cd project red is the same when it comes to crunch same with rockstar and naughty dog it's possible to hold more than one studio accountable at the same time so like yeah there you go um while right below it, someone wrote, holy shit, man, these higher-ups at Ubisoft need to be fired, including that CEO. That old man ain't doing shit about it. <laughs> it's like, okay. Um, 
but then then there was this one I thought Alan would like. So this is like a little thread, and someone wrote, "Batting two fifty will get you a starting job on an MLB squad." <laughs> In terms of the, it really 25%. will. <laughs> someone wrote, uh, uh, and then and then someone else wrote, two fifty won't get you into the Hall of Fame, but if you f- can field well, they'll still pay you to be an absolute D bag." I mean, <laughs> the Yankees had like multiple guys first baseman for this because. Jason Giambi couldn't field for shit. <laughs> and they had guys like Doug Mankiewicz, Andy Phillips. I was and uh bad, the bad the dark times of the Yankees. <laughs> now we're now we're mad about baseball. Uh yeah. But uh yeah, so that was that was that. Of course, as we always say at the end of stories like this, we hope that things get better. Uh, we do hope that it's they're striving towards something good here. I just hope that uh, that yeah we we get somewhere and and yeah stop, don't treat it like like you have to do something. Treat it like you want to do something. That's probably the best advice that I can give a company like that. Is don't make it look like you're trying to appease the public or fill a quota of women. <laughs> Like, just do it because you care. Please and thank you. Now let's uh, visit one of our one of our long forgotten segments that hasn't gotten action in a while. But I will turn it over to Mr. Muir for our corner of yeah, delineation. The... Okay, so uh, a new show is being. <clears throat> New show is being teased. Do we have a name yet? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, the show is... I'll get to that in the second part. The tweet just reads, New guests, new show, new games. Then fall, fall 2020 coming... Ten seven twenty, and then they release their fall twenty twenty show schedule, which has said new show called Locked In, which is going to be based on the. Image I put in the chat. Uh, Digon is gonna be host. Gonna be presumably the main guy on that. And there's sort there's some there's a little bit of mixed reception to this because uh, guest house, which had been uh, been airing. At around like four or five, is or no? It, it was airing at like three to four, or three three to five. It's now airing at seven Pacific, ten, 10 Eastern. And this means that foreign viewers won't pretty much won't be able to watch it. 
Oh boy. And yeah, so like return returning shows, guest house, the download, uh, dare package. Uh, sushi, sushi dragon, sushi dragon show, and gray area. So it looks like looking for gains has been canceled. Oh no! How else am I gonna get ripped? It's a, it's a shame too. So actually, I kind of enjoyed. I sort of enjoyed. And I kind of turned the turned around on dare package. Yeah, because it's great. I've actually yet to watch it, but it just, I liked the concept. Yeah, like. Like, they've toned, like, it feels like they've, uh, Austin, the host, has been, has, like, toned down the intensity. That's so, um, and the um sandwiched in between the download and guest house is Ven Arcade Rewind, which would make sense as, or which would make what uh, the most recent episode of Ven Arcade Live makes sense, as they were all like. Acting like it was the end of the school year. And from what people from what people are guessing, it's just gonna be like behind scenes stuff or other basically just a look back on the first season. So I still don't like the fact that Dare Package has two, is has two hours on on uh, Saturdays. Why is that? Saturday Saturdays feel like their weak spot. Oh. Because, like, the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, they had, or they had the download, an arcade live, guest house, gray area, looking for gains. And on Saturdays, they had, they have Dare Package, Sushi, sushi Dragon Show, uh, the after, Sushi Dragon Show After Party. And just reruns. So. So before we move on, I just want to ask, do you, how often are you watching Ven? Do you like have it on all the time? I have it on 75% of the time when I'm 
either on my computer or my TV. Oh, wow. When you're not watching, it's the other 25% baseball reruns. Uh, no, the other 25% is when I'm doing side stuff. Oh, okay. Like that new site overhaul, go check it out. And it's not really a new site overhaul. I'm more of a, I thought, I thought I, I didn't realize that I had to do this or do a certain thing to get it to look the way it looks. <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm excited for for fall 2020 for then. As long as they show more, they show more Emily, <laughs> who I, I will say it again, or I'll say it, repeat what I said yes yesterday on when we were playing Girlfriend Two. You mean Josh? Yes. Her, I will. I am the simp for. <laughs> Uh-oh, we got someone being horny on main over here. Yeah, we got simping. Oh, wow. If you look up her uh, her Google images, she's got some stuff to simp to, I will say. All right. <laughs> I yeah. didn't like is, that, is that the new... Is that the, is that the fucking episode title? It's just fucking horny on main. <laughs> oh, man, I hope not. <laughs> Or just stuff to simp to. Oh man! I was gonna say beats to simp to, but yeah, that was it. Chill, love my beats to simp to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. Let's. I, uh, I, yeah. I already, I already had <laughs> written down, <laughs> idiot watch twenty twenty, or saved by the QB, but we're going with lo-fi beats to simp to. all right guys let's remember this because we're surprisingly not like running long yet um but yeah this week um it was hard for me there were five games right off the bat that i thought that i was looking through i I thought about i had beyond two souls which came out seven years ago this week i had cut the rope which came out 10 years ago this week can you imagine that crazy anniversaries up the wazoo then we had the five-year anniversary of transformers devastation feel old yet and then the five-year anniversary of rock band four which is the last rock band we have received and hopefully not the last because um i was actually looking at harmonics's twitter the other day because um rock band three the exports for their songs this is actually some news ends on december 31st so if you want to get the rock band three songs into four you have to do that by the end of this year and somebody tweeted at them will i be able to play on next gen and they said they're working on ways to get the peripherals to work on new systems so that's a fun little uh exclusive piece of news um, but we didn't end up on any of those, and instead we all decided to go for Enslaved Odyssey to the West, um, which is also its 10-year anniversary of uh, tomorrow, October 5th, 2010. And um, if you haven't heard of this game, you've definitely seen it 
because it tended to end up in like bun uh like the shovelware bin places but it really was did not deserve to be there um oh. like when i think of it i honestly think of like looking at just some kind of either a GameStop shelf or like the GameStop homepage. And it's just kind of there in like, Hey, we sell pre-owned games. Like it just kind of got forgotten. Um, but it was really cool. It's based off of the, um, what's a journey to the West journey to the West. Yeah. The, uh, like it was a so, Japanese myth. I think it's a Chinese epic, is. some kind of, like a story yeah it's, oh it's a novel. it's a chinese epic okay. um and then for those who don't know primarily what dragon ball was based off of for a while oh yeah yeah sun goku so sun goku is a japanese name but the chinese name is sun wukong which is why he has the power pole in that game huh and the uh, game was the game was co-written by alex garland of Annihilation fame. Oh. Look and, at you guys busting out the facts. And such films as 28 Days Later, Sunshine, Never Let Me Go, and Dread. As yeah, and also Machina. Sun Wukong is a monkey, which is why Goku always had a monkey's tail. Uh, and that's also why the main character of this game is called Monkey. Well, I didn't know about the majority of that stuff. I just took it at face value as being a fun game. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> yeah, because I've seen. I remember hearing a lot of people are like, "Wow, there's a lot of Dragon Ball stuff in here." It's like, yeah, it's because it's based off the same thing. Cool. Um, yeah, it was fucking one of those games that like poor teenage me would just play the fuck out of the demo. Yeah. And then when I eventually had the full game, I remember thinking, oh, wow, there's, fuck, there's a lot to this game. Uh, It was just the, it kind of feels like it came out of nowhere, but it was really cool, really well done. Oh, I almost forgot. This is also the game that Andy Serkis worked on, worked on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of cool. I don't. I want to say prestige, but that might not be the right word to this game. Uh, and it did just kind of come and go, which sucks. That it has the most like cliffhanger ass ending. Does it really? Yeah, that it never got a sequel. A sequel was planned. So yeah, it was very much planned, and then it never got one. Oh, forgot about that. Yeah, I'm watching it now. Um, yeah, it was really good. I I I played it off like I think I was on my high of Prince of Fer- Prince of Persia, the 2008 one, and I um. I I didn't play it in 2010, but it was like I was looking for that third person open world um 
kind of like a open world metroidvania type thing like it just kind of like everything was just available but then you had to keep going back to different areas and um it was it it scratched that itch it was very good and the combat was was fluid and the characters were cool and the environment was awesome and um yeah i was glad to see that we all were like yep we played that and we liked it because so the critics uh, damn good did they really yeah the only uh out of like at about seven out of the metacritic is 80 for ps3 82 for 360 and 70 for pc Hmm. and the lowest score it has out of the review scores listed is a 7.0 from game informer And the highest is a 4.5 from Joystick. May there rest in peace. <laughs> um, yeah, and then just like a quick, for those who don't know, it's it was really cool because it took place in a post-apocalyptic future. Uh, the opening of that fucking game is so bad because it's you crash landing into a fucking post-apocalyptic New York while climbing on the side of like a fucking flying fortress thing. Uh, but it's just basically this guy with the fucking cool staff uh, who wakes up in this containment cell in this ship and then during the escape attempt he gets enslaved by this lady named Trip. She puts, like, this slave headband on him that, like, if he doesn't follow her orders, it will kill him. And she's like, oh, I want you to take me to my home village. So he's, like, forced to do that or else he'll die. And becomes one of those games where they bond over the course of the game or whatever. And It's, like, in this post-apocalyptic New York with all these robots, these hostile robots going around. So you're just beating the shit out of robots and climbing fucking destitute buildings with overgrown foliage all around him, but it's just a fucking cool-looking game. And just running into uh, HDTVs. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sad that it never fucking got a sequel. Yeah, um... I'm not even going to say this the creative director's name. Or the director's name, because I'm going to butcher it. But when speaking <laughs> about the poor, of the poor game cells, he said, "I'm not sure if it, if the fantasy elements were a turnoff, the gameplay mix, or a lack of visibility. It was probably a mix of all three. So, but who knows? Wait, wait, does Namco own the IP, or is it Ninja Theory?" Uh, let me if see. It's, if it's Ninja Theory, aren't they owned by uh, Xbox? Man, Mar- Microsoft. Ooh. What if they remastered the game and then get uh, announced a sequel? I'd love a remaster because that's probably the only problem. Is right now, now it looks a little muddy, but um, it it could look gorgeous. Also, fun thing I did not know the um. The girl in it, Trip, is voiced by the girl from Ned's Declassified. <clears throat> Who most? Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, shit. I did not know that. But yeah, that's um that's Enslaved Odyssey to the West, 2010's uh premiere forgotten game and uh celebrating its 10th anniversary. Hopefully it gets Scott Pilgrimed and somebody does something about it. But um yeah, go play that game. You can probably go find it wicked cheap at like a GameStop though I don't ever condone going to GameStop, but you can find it somewhere. Toss I please buy it here. God damn it. Please give us like a dollar for this game. <laughs> we'll throw in a Funko Pop. Just get it, please. Oh my god. Please. Alright. I feel like there's a draft and it seems to be from the rumor mill. So I think she wants us to talk about some rumors coming down the pipe. Alan, yeah, wanna... all, this talk, all this talk about Cyberpunk. And it just, oh man! I, if only I remembered what. If only I can remember what name of the area, what the where the wind, where the windmills were. Oh jeez, I I don't I don't know, cyberpunk windmills. I, I want to say the Badlands, but that's Borderlands. No, that might have been it. Cyberpunk Badlands. Yep. That's it. So, um, yeah, yeah. I'll take this first or uh, the first. Okay. One. Excellent. Uh, Titanfall three is in development, according to known Apex Legends data miner. Don't don't do this to me. Don't give me hope. <laughs> don't give me hope. If anything, don't do this to Emmett. Right. Yeah, because he's got his helmet on. Every 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 single time it's on sale, he posts that image of him wearing the the, time, the helmet, saying, "You know what to do." <laughs> so, Respawn Entertainment has hard work on supporting their battle royale game Apex Legends, but rumors suggest that the studio is working on Titanfall Three as well. Uh, so, known Apex Legends data miner Blast Twelve. Recently revealed that Titanfall 3 is currently in development. He provided no additional info, but there are apparently multiple sources, and he thinks this is not a coincidence. And shortly after revealing that it, the game is in development, Blast 12 made his Twitter profile private. And but, however, someone was able to screenshot one of his tweets, and it is. Him tweeting it, tweeting saying, "Maybe I need to point it, point this out. Yes, I did delete my tweet about Titanfall three, but that was only because the tweet I quote, quoted got deleted. But I still stand by my words. Titanfall three is in the works. Hell yeah! And respawn is previously." Said that Titanfall Three is not in development anytime, like won't be in development anytime soon. So this rumor is literally one of those grain of salt rumors. Mm-hmm. I mean, Blast Twelve is rel- is reliable apparently when it comes to Apex inf- information, and. 
considering Tenfall was their first game with EA. It could be, but then again, they they could also be working on a, a Fallen Order 2. Oh, they, I would imagine they are most definitely working on that game. Oh, wait, is, if I'm mistaken, there's another respawn office, right? That opened in LA? Yeah. So, either way, well, Fallen Order 2 is most definitely happening. There's no reason why Titanfall 3 can't. So, damn good game. I mean, I'll I'll uh, jump on Emmett's statement and and promote it as well because damn is Titanfall too good, and Dude, we want to agree. Someone say it's the best FPS of this generation. Damn, so that that would be me. I'm saying that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Maybe now I'll finally end my vendetta against Apex Legends for killing Titanfall 3. Maybe, though. You hear me, Apex Legends? We're not through yet. I still got beef. Apex is still really good, though. I kind of... You gotta... You, you, you know. You gotta give it its credit. Do we got mechs? <laughs> If not, then get that shit out of my face. I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it. Uh, Grin, you want to take the second story? Yes. However, did you know that you could only put 5,000 videos in a YouTube playlist? There's a cap. Who knew? Who's putting 5,000 videos in a playlist? Me. I have 5,000 in my to-watch playlist. And I'm adding, <laughs> I have to make another playlist. To Bro, watch above. some of those videos. <laughs> I never watch them. I have so many. Bro, what you doing? Watch some of those videos. Now making to watch two a playlist. All right. Um, to watch two playlists. <laughs> <laughs> so our next rumor. Not um, to, to watch two a playlist to game two. <laughs> Lo fi playlist to watch too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, are you done flaming me? Because I'm, I'm done... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Here is my I thought my house was like on fire, but it's a truck backing up. Anyway, our second rumor. Um Bungie CEO denies Microsoft acquisition rumors. So this is a really quick one. Um, there was a story put out by Game Rant, and they were uh, it was posted on on Twitter as more signs point to Microsoft acquiring Destiny dev Bungie. And some poor soul at Game Rant wrote a whole article about it. And um, like if it's if it could be real and Pete Parsons listed on Twitter as dad, CEO, Bungie and Bungie foundation just simply writes 
nope and that is it that's 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 the story um so there's no there is nothing saying that uh i feel even worse for a person who went and read that game rant thing and thought well it's happening and then uh yeah then it's then it was shut down but um the real hero of this story is my favorite comment thread which i told alan last night but i'll read it again someone on this reddit post writes second time he's denied it now and then someone writes three times and the cock will crow and then someone writes that (laughs) took a few reads (laughs) (laughs) it's so fucking good we're back to posting horny on main boys. <laughs> <laughs> so at least uh at least we got a good laugh out of that. But uh yeah. Sad to see people who um I don't know. I don't know who that's really for. Like who do we wanna see Bungie get bought again? Or do we just wanna see them like what would be the hope there? That they well, it would be testing? it would be a weird roundabout way to gain independence. And then eventually get bought by the same studio they sought independence from. Yeah, I mean, I, in my mind, the thought there is, oh, they broke off, they made a really good game. Like, no one was denying that Bungie made good games. So they went, made another good game, and now why would Xbox buy them again to what, hopefully go back to Halo? Like, they're not going to. So I just don't know why anyone really wants that to happen. Like, let Xbox spend their money on other studios and make them even better. Bungie's doing just fine. Yeah, I mean... that they broke from Activision. I mean, I'd say that there are certain personalities or certain developers that I want to see back at Microsoft. But to be honest, most of them are already back at Microsoft with at um, 343. Mm-hmm. So, and also there, if you guys remember, uh, back in 2007, there are seven steps to world domination video. They, they mentioned, they strongly mentioned independence and this was prior to them splitting away from Microsoft and uh, and they basically just say nothing and a lot and everything at the same time that sounds like a bungee video so uh next Next rumor. Um, okay. Ah, fuck, I just had it. Hold on. Uh, next rumor. Oh, wait, that's why. I didn't have it on my head. Okay. (laughs) Y'all ready for this shit? (laughs) Yes. There's a rumor going around that there's a master collection of Pokemon coming for the Switch. Injected into my veins. <laughs> um, they said, so this is, I mean, now deleted, because of course these things always are. Uh, 
post on 4chan says, releasing in March 2021, the anniversary collection will be called Pokemon Super Collection. And that the main games included will be Pokemon X and Y, Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, and Pokemon Sun and Moon. Uh, there will be five games in total, so the other two aren't listed. And it won't be the Ultra versions of Sun and Moon. Uh, some other stuff that kind of adds credence to this is that last month Nintendo trademarked Hard Gold and Soul Silver again. Um, so people are thinking maybe that's one of the five, and uh, people are wondering about the older games. Um, but it seems like there might be another, like, this is also another rumor, there might be a Diamond and Pearl remake in the works. Oh, man, and, that, that, I need that. <laughs> and I don't know what this would be, but a, they're calling it a Let's Go, oh, is it because of Let's Go Pikachu, Pikachu. and Eevee? Yeah. They're saying there might be a Let's Go Johto game. Josh has been, uh, Basically, wishing for that since he, since his, uh, since he wrote that review for Pokemon Let's Go Eevee all those years ago at the place where you're not allowed to mention. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, this sounds cool. I wonder if this is a way for them to make it well i don't know i don't know how that whole system where pokemon is so beyond me now but uh i was wondering if this is a way to make transferring pokemon a little bit easier for people now that it would be like these games are now on the same console but uh i i I hope so I, i i've heard that whole process is well, it's a process, so I don't, I don't, I don't know if it would make it any easier at all. Um, I mean, yeah, that sounds cool, especially for someone like me who kind of missed out on a lot of the DS Pokemon games. Yeah, I know how you feel. I, I spent like. 70-ish dollars tracking down the various games after uh, basically the DS era of Pokemon. And then I just lost them again. So I'm really hoping I, this, this turns out to be true. I had a an ex once got me uh, Ultra Moon, I think. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, let's see what fucking new Pokemon is all about. And I was so intimidated by everything going on that I kind of never touched it again. Uh, Pokemon got hella complicated. Honestly, have you tried the ROM hacks of Pokemon? No. Although I do have fucking... I still have Pokemon Uranium on my laptop. I mean, I haven't tried Ash Gray yet, but from what I've seen, from what I've seen, it's all basically just the first season of 
the Pokemon Indigo League? Hmm. Which is exactly what I need. Uh, yeah, this fucking this sounds cool. Pokemon games always sound cool. You can never go wrong with Pokemon. Yeah, I um, I don't have much to add to this aside from the fact that when I was looking at the website, one of this website's other headlines is Grand Theft Auto movie reportedly coming before GTA 6 and I just don't think that that's a possible thing because the GTA 6 has to be deep in development and there have been no news about a GTA movie so if you take that take this rumor with a grain of salt (laughs) well technically there was that um that sort of documentary ish movie with uh I think Daniel Radcliffe. A GTA movie? It was a it was a uh British film about Rockstar. The Game Changers, a British docudrama depicting the story of the controversies caused by G- Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Oh, I'd never heard of this. Had the late for a Bill second, in it. for a second, I thought you were talking about that movie Guns Akimbo, where I was like, "Yeah, that that has some chaotic Grand Theft Auto energy to it." I guess you could call that a GTA movie. Hardcore uh, Henry. Anyone see that movie? I I watched it in a hotel room. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and. What a wild experience that movie is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know the fucking veracity of a goddamn Grand Theft Auto. Well, no, you know what? The GTA movie does exist. It's called Freeman. It's starring Ryan Reynolds. And it has yet to yeah. come out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I looked that up. Is that that's still not out yet? No, no it's it was supposed to come out holiday season. So around this time, but... uh. I bet it won't. <laughs> I bet it won't. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dude, we could never release this movie now. He fucking got us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet you won't push the button and release that movie, huh? So. I mean, uh, I'm just going to link this in here. What you linking? What A the classic. hell? What is this? You guys remember this? No. Is this like a Chappelle show thing? Yeah. <laughs> that looks so fucking stupid. Hey, this there's there was TV in two thousand three. Oh my god. Shout out to Chappelle show. And with that, that concludes our news, correct? I I X'd out of the document, so I think that was all we had. Deleted the document, deleted the podcast. <laughs> it's it's all gone. We're no longer recording. 
I mean, I haven't checked that in a while either. We may not be recording. Nope, we're no, still, we still are. Cool. Um, so that was our week of news podcast for the week. Um, I, of course, have been your host, Graydon Webb, joined by Alan Muir. Thank you for popping by. No problem. And Raul, thank you for coming again. I just want to reiterate the fact that Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man did indeed call Green Goblin a blowjob. That's oh canon. No, shut it down. We have to. That's we canon. <laughs> that is a thing that happened. You can't tell me that it didn't. Oh my god, I'm gonna go look at QB to clear my mind. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're out, and uh, we'll see you next week. And Alan, bless us if you will. I'm the Podfather. You've been blessed. Amen. We'll see ya. For all of the hottest hot takes and other opinions on video games, music, and a lot more, tune in to VGU.TV.